welcome to Chats For You. This is the podcast where I, James, talk to people I like for you, the public. And that is really all it is. I asked some people if I could talk to them, some of them let me, and that is what's about to happen. It's a great premise. In this fifth episode, I speak to Christian O'Connell, Nish Kumar and Ian Smith. Some of the more eagle-eyed among you might have noticed that um, that's not one person. That is three separate people. And so yeah, this is the first chat that has had several chats in it. And that might be very confusing for you, but just know that they're like three separate people and I spoke to them separately. So there you go, that's probably fine. And so yeah, this day was quite intense. Well, say day, more an hour. And all these chats were done in the same hour. So I spoke to these three people in the one hour. And I bet very few of you have done that before. You ever spoken to three people in an, in an hour? Uh, tweet at chats for you if you have. <laughs> so yeah, the day was quite intense. And I went there and PR people were involved. And the name of the website, Imminent Joy, that was on a table. So that's that's when things are getting serious. When the name of your website that you thought up was written by a different person onto a piece of paper and then stuck on a table, that's when things, that's when I'm hitting the big time. So I've, I've hit the big time. See, it was a lot of pressure. Might have been a right. Don't know if I did it that well. So yeah, you can have a listen and see what you think. And this first chat is with Christian O'Connell, who is at the Edinburgh Fringe performing his new show, This Is 13. How would you rate the Die Hard films in order? First one first. Yeah, that's the given. It's, 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 it's one of the um, best action movies ever. It's a really smart, funny uh, action movie. I actually interviewed Bruce Willis for the most recent one a couple months ago. I'd never interviewed him before. And uh, he had his reputation. Yeah, it was the day after that really weird one show appeared. Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing that. Yeah. And uh, we got, he actually, we actually got really well. He ended up um, giving me an extra 20 minutes. Um, and I was talking to him about the first one, how much I liked it and stuff like that. And he said that he had a big argument with the director. He said they shouldn't kill off Rickman's character. Yeah. And his group, they should have kept him for another two or three movies. Because right, right, he's right. so good. Right, yeah, he's, yeah, ama- yeah. he's amazing yeah. in it. And he said when they were filming it, they didn't really know how good he would be in it because they didn't know who the hell Alan Rickman yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. And then when they when they start filming and doing it, like, yeah. this guy's he's brilliant. Can't kill him. <laughs> yeah. He said they should have. He said they still think they should. Right. They should have kept him on for another two or three movies. So it's one. Then they uh, gradually get. You know, it's the law of diminishing returns. Well, I sort of. I really like three. I like Vengeance a lot. Yeah. So I'd probably go one. We got one three. One three. Really interesting. Yeah. I've not seen two in ages it. though. No, I haven't. No. No. I've not seen the newest one either. I've heard a review. Don't. <laughs> Don't. It's like going to see your dad and he's drunk and he's soiled himself. Let it, let yeah. Stay the memories you've got of one, two, three, maybe four. You don't need to see. <laughs> you don't need to see that. Yeah. It's just atrocious. You won't make us all that I heard. Well, I'm happy to. <laughs> and let's. I can't. You think you're really good at radio? A segue from Die Hard to your show. Well, um, that's that's interesting. Um, well, uh, being a radio DJ, I have interviewed Bruce Willis, and a radio DJ is something I wanted to be when I was a uh, teenager, which is actually on my list. What this show's about. 
That's very good. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah you're impressed with that. Yeah, do you want to ask yourself all the questions? No, too? thank you. No. Okay, that's no. fine. It's like a, I know, it's like a doctor's handwriting you've got here. I can't even read what that says apart from just about make up my own. <laughs> do you write in Russian acrylic or something? Uh, yeah, and then someone else. Yes, does it all, yeah. <laughs> that's sort of like a serial killer would have uh, things like that. Oh, yeah. Have you, have you killed before? No. All right, okay. But then you, a killer would say that. Ah, oh, you're yeah. clever, huh? I'm a clever serial killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was wondering, because uh, you did stand up at university and stuff like that. And yeah, that's when I first started it, yeah. And you're starting to do it again with the yes. show. Do you regret leaving it so long? No, um, I don't, because uh, I came to Edinburgh 18 years ago and entered this competition, So you Think You're Funny, and got to like a quarter-final stage and uh, died on my backside here. It was just awful. Julian Barrett was on after me. You know, yeah. from Monty yeah, yeah, Bush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is 18 years ago. He, he was, he was, a, he was brilliant, original and funny. And I was neither of those two things. I slept the night in a shop doorway by Waverley Station, and got on the first train home, cried, and I vowed never to come back to this cool city. <laughs> but here, here I am. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then I, I, I kind of sort of played around with stand-up, open mic spots of that, and then just sort of uh, I got into radio and then stopped. Yeah. But. Uh, for probably the last 18 years I've always thought what if yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. and then I started doing this thing on the radio show about this list I made when I was 13 that I found in January uh, and I thought actually do you know what if I ever was going to do an Edinburgh show it would be about this yeah 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 and so yeah, that, yeah here I am done the first two shows and really enjoyed it I mean I can't believe how many people there are yeah, it's, it's mad. Nuts. It's mental. I live in Edinburgh constantly, so it's really weird. That's just... This is it for like, and it gets busier apparently. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like it's a music real. festival every day, <laughs> just in terms of the number of people. Yeah. And I heard there was a technical glitch last night. Oh my word! Yeah, really slick. Um, <laughs> also, I pay people, you know, that you have this technical crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all that to do was press play mm-hmm. on a video on my MacBook, and it plays onto the screen. Yeah, 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 with yeah. this big three-minute video, you know, it's got me on there fighting uh, Dave Prowse as Darth Vader. Um, and it just went to like you know those slide outline of a PowerPoint presentation. Oh yeah. Then it, uh, it sort of started panicking. I remember that at college a lot. It always happens, <laughs> doesn't it? Whenever someone does that, and then then it went to just the the, the desktop of my uh, laptop. What's the picture? What have you got? Well, it was just one of those generally boring ones, the oh, stars right, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then an audience member started telling the technical guy what to do. <laughs> it's like the weirdest heckle ever. Yeah. These are uh, these things happen. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And then. What do you get from stand-up that you can't get from radio? I do something I've been in front of a live audience. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously the show is, my radio show is live and I get texts and emails and things like that. Uh, but actually being in front of them is, is, and having that connection with them yeah. uh, is, is, is brilliant. It's a, it's a, fant- it's a fantastic thing. It's a, it's a new thing for uh-huh. me as well. You know, and also over six months of putting the show together and you know, working on bits that don't work and taking out bits that don't work and then when it clicks, it starts to work yeah. and they laugh. Yeah. It's an amazing feeling, you know, really, really exciting. Because I remember, like, I think I listened live to the Man on Wireless. Thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was quite cool. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I remember, uh, I was thinking about it, I was trying to remember it, and I was like, uh, oh, yeah, it was called Man on Wire. Oh. Then for a split second in my head, I went, should have been called Man on Wireless. <laughs> and then I went, it was called that. <laughs> I felt really smug for like a second. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, here's a scenario. Yeah. Uh, I'm Hades. 
from the Disney animation Hercules. Yeah, all right, nice to meet you. Yeah, cool, nice to meet you. I'm taking away one of your powers. Oh, gosh. It's radio. Why would you do that? And it's stand-up. Right. I'm taking one of them away. I'm pretty... I, I know what one you're going to go with, really. Oh, you have to take away stand-up. I've only just started doing it. Yeah, so... so yeah. That was easy one. Please don't take away radio. <laughs> Oh, that's what pays the mortgage. Are you still, do you still really enjoy doing the Yeah, radio? I do. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, you can't, you couldn't do it otherwise. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Ten past four every morning. Um, yeah, it's great fun. Yeah. And it's, do you not, think, it's not a proper job, you know, yeah. you pay to muck around. Do you think there's anything you've got from doing the radio show that's helped you with stand-up? Yeah, to an extent, there, are, there is some similarity. Yeah. You know, those kind of muscles that you built up over the years of, of talking on the radio, yeah. yeah. But then in other areas, they're very, very different. Uh-huh. You know, and it has been a really steep learning curve. Really yeah. steep. And uh, as I'm wondering, like, because I don't know how you work on material, but have you ever said, like, anything on the radio and thought, I wish I'd kept that from my stand-up when I hadn't... Uh, there, are, there are bits that I've actually uh, done on the radio that have ended up in the, in the stand-up Ruth Sydney and yeah. are, in, are in the show, yeah. Because, you know... Because it might not be a big crossover of like exactly you know I'm, I'm, I'm in a venue that's got a hundred seats you know there are there was a million and a half people listening to the breakfast show yeah, yeah they're, not, they're, all, they're not all getting in a giant minibus right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming, up, <laughs> and coming up to see me this is I'm trying to get a trademark question because you know like everyone has it you've got one probably what's your one I haven't but now I'm thinking I need one Parky's got one probably as well uh, in any cases, do you want one of these pens? Yeah, you might want a pen. Yeah. Uh, I think my one is a. Uh, right, this is my trademark question. If it, so I'm seeing if it sticks or whatever. All right. What do you like? Hmm? What do you like? What do I like? Mm-hmm. Fuck it, that's a big list, isn't it? Yeah. That's your trademark question. Yeah. How's it, been, how's it working out for you? It's working out alright. Is it? People just say, I, I can talk about this. Yeah. Because <laughs> I like things. Yeah, you're on safe ground with that, aren't you? Yeah. What do I like? Um, well, uh, I like uh, red wine. Mm. I don't drink. <laughs> you don't drink red wine? I don't drink at all. And you, 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 you're Scottish? Yes. I'm, I'm stunned that <laughs> burnt you in a giant wicker Scotsman. This is, a, this is interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, <laughs> what do I like? Um, I love... Um, I always say, when you start saying what you like, you always sound like a child, don't you? I love comedy, music, laughter. Um, my kids. I miss my kids a lot. I, I mean, this yeah. is the longest amount of time I've ever been away from them. Mm-hmm. So three weeks away from my kids. Um, I just found in my suitcase today, they'd made me a card and hid it in there. And yeah. I just found it. And uh, it said, whatever happens in Edinburgh, which sadly they spelt wrong. I'll take that with them later. Yeah, um, yeah. We think you're the funniest dad in the world. Oh, that's really So nice. I've got that to fall yeah. back on if I tank up uh-huh. here. I actually put that on my posters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> funniest dad in the world. Uh, I really liked... Uh, it made me laugh quite a lot. What you, uh, Richie, who you do the radio show? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like you made him get something. Could you talk a bit about that for the show? Yeah, I, I needed some props for the show, and so I gave him a list of things to go and get. And I just added on for a joke a girl's world head uh, that I needed him to put a David Cameron mask on the front of. I, did, I didn't need either of those two things. I just wanted to see if he would, and he, and he did do it all. But did you? Did he even ask for the context? Or was just like, I'll get that. No, I said, oh, I need it in the show, and so he just presumed. Oh, okay, right. Um, and, and so. 
I eventually told him once he'd finished shaving all this girl's world's hair off yeah. in uh, Gourmet Burger Kitchen and then put this David Cameron mask on the front of it and I said I don't actually need this <laughs> and I'm afraid to say he took it badly and there was a lot of bad language oh right that didn't come out on the radio no we, we bleeped expect. it all out yeah <laughs> just want to tell us a bit about when your show's on and things yeah like sure that. it's on a, a 8.40 uh, every evening um, in the um, Guild of Blue uh, Bristow Square Dairy Room and um, uh, come along I, if, uh, I think you'll really, I think people will really enjoy it it is about this list I made when I was 13 of everything I wanted to do in my life before I hit 40 and I hit 40 this year uh, and I found the list in January and suddenly thought cracker there's a few things on here I haven't yet done I should try and tick them off before I hit 40 you know like date Kelly LeBrock fight Darth Vader become British BMX champion and the show is about me trying to do those things some of them I, I did get to do and some of them I kind of gloriously failed at is the Ferris Bueller thing one of them Ferris is doing one I've of seen them. that video yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. great fun yeah. I actually did go out to Chicago yeah well, the, did they pay for it at the radio station no I uh, begged and American Airlines gave me free flights Ooh, that's good business class <laughs> yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah all, of that, all of that's in the show cool well thank you Hey, that's all right. Pleasure. That was the chat with Christian O'Connell. Thanks very much to Christian for his time. And straight on to the second one now. This is a chat with Nish Kumar, who was at the Edinburgh Fringe performing his show, Nish Kumar is a Comedian. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Uh, no, I don't like that. <laughs> I always do that bit and I think it just sounds so fake. Yeah. Because we've already said hello. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know why I just did that. Well, that, yeah, I, I, I don't mind that because I, I, I'm kind of used to, after you do a couple of them, you start to get really good at going, hello. <laughs> How, yes, no, we have not spoken before. <laughs> no, 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 this is our first meeting. Uh, so I was wondering, um, in the kind of the press for your show, yeah. it says the highly awaited show. Okay. Yeah. I'm not having to go at that or anything. Yeah. What I'm wondering is uh, at what point does it change from awaited to highly awaited? I don't know who is being awaited by. I really don't. It, I have got nothing. Is it a lot of people or just one person waiting I think a really once long time? I think once it's over five people, it becomes hotly anticipated. Right. And <laughs> once it gets over ten people, it becomes highly awaited. And once it gets over about a hundred people, you're talking about like mass hysteria. That's yeah. what it comes constitutes mass hysteria. If there's more than 100 people waiting for something, it constitutes a mass hysteria. Is that like just sort of saying, I'm looking forward to this, or the outside? No, they're shitting their pants. Right. They're so excited that yeah. they've lost bowel control and basic motor skills. <laughs> they really are just so excited yeah. about it. Uh, so if you tell us a bit about your show, Nish Kumar is a comedian? Sure. It's the follow-up to my debut album from last year called Nish, Who is Nish Kumar? Um, and it's, uh, it's really, it's about, it starts off with something quite specific. It's a stand-up show with just very lots of bits of material. But it starts with something quite specific. Twelve months ago, my Edinburgh poster from 2012 was turned into an internet meme called The Confused Muslim without any cooperation from me whatsoever or any kind of information. There was no indication that this was going to happen. So that's the starting point for the show is me in my house in September opening up an email and seeing that it comes... This meme is up here. Did you look? Did you look particularly confused? I don't think 
I look that confused in the picture, but then I guess the irritated Muslim isn't quite as confused Muslim as a pleasing route to it. Right. Yeah, it's a nice. It's better than just Muslim. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> it's it's insane. So the, the, the show essentially begins with me sitting in my house, opening this email, and going, "What the fuck? Is this? How did this happen?" Um, and yeah, then the rest of the show basically fills in the year after that. Of yeah. Me trying to figure out why that had happened, what that kind of meant for me. And I'm very good at taking my own personal experience and extrapolating wide social things. Right. Like I've got a very grandiose sense of yeah. my own self-importance and self-worth, and uh, I'm very good at having my insignificant events in my life being extrapolated into wider social yeah. phenomena. I do really like the title because it's just sort of like Mishka as a comedian. Yeah. Like that's where you get. That's what you get. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's also that, a Q and A. So last year was who is Nish Kumar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nish Kumar as a comedian, and I'm tempted to go with another Q next year. Get, get <laughs> just back on. Yeah, just Q and A every other year. You've, how long have you been doing stand up for? Uh, since 2008. And how do you find? Because this is something like I'm struggling with myself. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, how do you get used to like repeating the same material so often? Well, here's a clever little trick. Have a really bad memory. So every time you, every time you come to do it again, you're like, I don't really remember a lot of this information. Yeah. So it really, I feel sometimes with my stand-up, I feel like I'm Guy Pearce in Memento. Like I just, I stopped making new memories when I started doing stand-up. Yeah. So I'm constantly surprising myself on stage because I keep forgetting it. But you know, it is tricky. I think it's more in my sort of club sets. I very rarely do the same thing twice. I just flip the order around of stuff, and that keeps it interesting for me because it keeps me slightly on my toes. Yeah. Edinburgh is more challenging for that I think because you've set up a show mm-hmm. and things are in a particular order for a reason yeah. and you've built it there and so then the challenge is so like at the moment I'm in this period where I'm still getting used to the show so it's still quite exciting and quite easy to stay engaged and then there'll be a period where I'm really used to it and comfortable in it yeah. and that, and then it becomes really exciting because then you can start playing with it then you get bored with it yeah. and that's the challenge the last week of Edinburgh is often a challenge you know, I'm really bored of saying the yeah. same things every day and how have you dealt with that in the past? well I tell you honestly like I didn't really deal with it last year I just had a really bad show like, I had a run of really really great shows felt like I was getting a bit complacent had a really bad show and that kind of shocked me back yeah. into focus yeah. after the, after dying on your ass 55 minutes you suddenly find that that's refocusing <laughs> this year I would like to avoid having to learn that lesson by failing miserably yeah. um, uh, so I, I, the truth is I don't really know I think you can change the inflection on things and, yeah. you know try and it's like a trick to kind of try, to, try and really stay in the moment mm. when you're so familiar with what's going on yeah. And what is it that keeps you going? Like, just keep wanting to do this, keep wanting to do something? I just, I love doing stand-up gigs. I really love it. It's still, I still get the same kick out of it as I did years ago. And there's a lot of other crap that goes with it, but it's all very... I can deal with all of it as long as I get just get to do good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Like that, I still love doing it. I still, I still get a real buzz from doing it. Like, yeah. Putting together a new show, like, you know, it's still something really exciting. Yeah. Finally, uh, anything you'd like to ask yourself? It's quite a deep question. Why, why don't you get a real job? <laughs> why don't you get a real job? What are you doing with your life? Wasting your life like this. 
craving the approval of at best indifferent strangers, all of whom have had too much cheap lager. Why are you not doing something worthwhile with your education? <laughs> Uh, thank you for joining me. I <laughs> uh, just want to give your show the plug bill at the time. My show is on at 10 past 8 at the Unvalley Bristow Square. It's called Nish Kumar is a comedian. Uh, there are jokes, there are stories, you'll laugh. You may well spontaneously have an orgasm. That is right. guaranteed that at least one person will enjoy the show so much they spontaneously. That's will guaranteed. Guaranteed. Okay. If it doesn't happen, you can sue. Okay, that'd be a very complicated process. Very complicated process indeed. Cool, well, thank you very much for joining me. Thanks, Angus. That was my chat with Nish Kumar. Thanks very much to Nish for giving me some of his time. And finally, it's the um, chat with Ian Smith, who was at the Edinburgh Fringe with his show Anything. And also, there's a bit at the start where Ian thinks I said something where, if I did say it, I'd be a very rude boy. But I didn't say it, so I'm a nice, polite boy, as you expected, and as my parents had hoped. So I'm here is the chat with Ian Smith. Hello. How are you? Uh, Ian. Ian Smith. No, no, how are you? I'm not that good. I was a bit late. <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 And who are you? Come on. Yeah, I'm good. How, how are you? I'm right, yeah. So your show is called Anything. Yeah. And I really like that. Oh, that's good. Just because, like, every comedian tries to have a rough theme, like, and they try and make the title about that or whatever. Yeah, You yeah. just came and went, what's about it? Yeah, I think, like, um, because basically, as I'm undoing the top button of my trousers, it means I'm ready for an interview now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no real, like, thematic structure. Um... So the title sort of references that. Um, and I think if you don't have a theme, the other option seems to be to have a pun-based title. I'm not yeah. a big fan of uh, pun-based titles. Um, it would be called Not To Be Smithed At if I had to do it. Yeah. It's not great, is it? Yeah, I had one of my friends got like the second name Ennis. Ennis. So I thought, uh, Ennis a surprise. <laughs> I thought that would be really good, right? Yeah. And then she doesn't do stand-up. Oh, well, so that, yeah, that's a big disappointment. What's your surname? Uh, mine's James Walker. You can't use it for your show. Uh, but I wanted to say that was oh. going to be the joke. <laughs> James Walker. And, this <laughs> and no one would get it. Yeah. That would be good to just do a pun on someone else's yeah. name. Uh, so, uh, how many shows have we done shows so far? Yeah, yeah, I've done two shows so far. They've been going? Yeah, they've, they've been good. Um... I suppose like early days when everyone just seems to give away free tickets. So right, yeah, this will yeah. be the first day where I find out um, how much people want to pay to see me. Yeah. Um, but no, they've been they've been really good so far. Um, yeah, that, that's the main thing. You just I I, I feel like I'm, I'm happy with the show and I keep improving it. So you just hope that people come along yeah. and, and get to see it. And since this is your first show, like first full hour. Yeah, first is, full hour. Is that um? Is this material from like over the years of you doing stand up? Is that what this is? Um, it's a sort of mix. Like I'd say, like half an hour of it is um, stuff that I've been doing in clubs or had for a couple of years. Yeah. And then half an hour is maybe new sort of structural bits or newer bits yeah. that I've written, um, or even at the beginning, a few things that have happened within the past few weeks and stuff. So it's like 
50-50 all yeah. for new and when you're doing like the, the stuff you've been doing for years and stuff like that uh, have you got a way of like keeping it fresh like making you feel like you're enjoying doing it um, I think like um, I seem to be quite good at acting like because uh, I, I suppose my whole thing as a performer is um, I try and seem like really natural like how I would be like off stage like you know like likeable and not yeah, yeah. I don't like it to feel like um, someone's reading the script almost like it to feel like he doesn't really know what he's doing but just happens to be coming out of some stuff right yeah, 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 yeah. so there's a few bits where you make an intentional mistake and make it seem like it's yeah. so I really have to try to be like oh what's going on here? Um, yeah so it takes a lot of effort but yeah. um, I think I managed to, to mask the glassy eye right right yeah. and uh, since your show was called anything mm. I thought we could make this interview about anything okay so what yeah. do you want to talk about um, well yeah, I don't know what I should let you. You should decide. Well, it's not an interview job, is it? Okay. Well, let's talk Isn't about um, what's what's your favourite band? What's your favourite music? Oh, there's a good question. Uh, favourite band? I really like the Divine Comedy. Divine Comedy. I like Gillamots. I haven't heard a lot of those guys. Uh, Beirut. Oh, I love a bit of Beirut. I love, I love yeah. the EP that they did. Um, you know that has Elephant Gun and then the couple yeah, yeah, yeah. Of instrumentals. I, cold, but... I can't remember. Um, but it's very nice. Yeah. I sort of like. I've got Audacity, so I can edit this easy. Oh yeah. Easy stuff. So like, take as many sips. This as gap you like. here, cut it out. Yeah, yeah. I'll keep it in. That's what a ballsy interviewer would do. Would he? Yeah, he just do ten seconds of silence. But be confident that the listener's going to be. They're not going to switch off. All right then. I'm not ballsy enough. Yeah, okay, okay. there we go. I think we've got about six. That's going to be Fairly edited ballsy. down to like a tight one yeah. or something like <laughs> This is my trademark question. I've been okay. asking everyone this. Yeah. Because everyone's got a trademark question, haven't they? But you have. What's your one? Just, just make one up. Um, how are you? Oh, that's a good I'm one. I'm asking that all the time. How are you? I'm open, open with it. Always asking that. Yeah. Or at yeah. the start, who are you? That's what I open with. Uh, I've got that recorded, so that makes sense. Yeah, because um, I thought like I thought well, we must have scheduled this interview in. And <laughs> yeah. So I thought it was like a convey about the comedians. He's like, right, who are you? Okay, <laughs> no. let's do this. I thought, oh god, it's going to be going to be a bit fierce. But uh, so your trademark question: What do you like? What do I like? Yes. Um, well, I like stand-up comedy. Um, yes, that. Got that one. Good, good bit of beef. Didn't know that. Mother India in Edinburgh. If you've ever been to Mother India. Oh, you just met India. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> I really like Mother India. India. Mate. Yeah, Mother India is the best Indian restaurant in Edinburgh. Um, I like Belgium. Um, I like the artwork of René Magritte. Um, the music of John Prashanti. Oh, Red Hot Chili, is that him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His solo work's incredible. Oh, um, cool. He doesn't have any of his own teeth. All oh. his teeth come out because he was a heroin addict. Um, like, his early albums are mental, but, um, yeah, he's amazing. Um, and I like fudge and chocolate. I've got a very sweet tooth. Uh, for both listening, Ian pointed at fudge. Yeah. I've also still got a baby tooth. Yeah, just one little baby tooth. Oh, right, yeah. I don't know. Um, 
it was either keep the baby tooth or have the anal- my adult tooth above my palate. Right. So if it comes forward, I would have had to get braces to put it in. Right. And yeah. I and I opted not to because I was performing on stage. Like, um, oh, you you have braces, um, and I I I couldn't deal with having them on stage because I just got like an acting job. Right. And I yeah, thought yeah, they yeah. wouldn't give me it uh-huh. if I um. But yeah. <laughs> I've got really bored of like doing the same material over and over again. Yeah. Same. Yes. Yeah, so, so that's why I'm sort of that's why I'm asking people how they do it. So yeah. No. Def- sort of. I I really think um. I seem to go through waves of like um, doing um, a bit of material that's new and it seems to go better than stuff that I maybe think is, is actually better. Right, because yeah. it's new, you're still excited when you're telling it. I think people can like really tell that. Um, but then sometimes like you get a bit in, into that and that goes a bit... And then you maybe rediscover why you liked the older stuff that you were doing. And then that gets a bit better. So yeah. I think it can go up and down. Like Especially doing a whole month's run, I found that I love a bit of material that would be going really good for a week and then maybe go badly for another week. Right, yeah, like, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's hard. It's hard to pretend... Yeah. I'm not um, bored of performing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, I think it's a real skill. Yeah. Like, um, have you ever done like, like obviously stand up sort of like personal anecdotes to that? Have you ever done any different type of stand up, like sort of surrealist stuff or things like um, that? I mean, when I started out, because um, I was like really into like uh, Johnny Vegas and stuff. So yeah. when I started out, I would like be up on people's tables and shouting at them. Right. And stuff. <laughs> I'm still a little bit like shouty, but only a little bit. But yeah, I would get on people's tables and take over people's drinks and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. I was trying to be a bit in, in your face. Once, yeah. like, um, still think it's quite funny when people do that. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, and I, when I started out, I was like deadpan, like just completely deadpan, which is just a defence mechanism to like if people don't laugh at this. It looks like I'm putting in no effort, yeah. so it doesn't matter. But if you're like doing loads and loads of hand actions yeah. and dancing around and no one laughs, it's like, oh, he looks like yeah. he's tried so hard. Like, um, so yeah, just want to tell us a bit about your show finally and then where it's at and where we can find it. Um, yeah, so it's called Anything, and um, it's a selection of stories about like uh, frustrating things or embarrassing things that have happened. Um, and then towards the end, it becomes a bit about um, my school, um, when I was at school, and then when I was a teacher for a bit. And um, my school asked me to do a speech at a presentation evening after I was in uh, a sitcom that no one really saw. Um, and I sent in a video speech, and they rejected the speech for being too offensive. So I show the speech at the end. Um, and I think if it's too hot in my venue, I'm going to wear a coat for the whole gig, just to endear people towards me. Um, so I think I'm going to try that out today. Um, so... If that doesn't go well, then I've just put a coat on just for really no hot. reason. Yeah, yeah. Just a hot man. Just yeah, because if it doesn't get a laugh, you've just got to unzip it and take it off, and that's really awkward. Yeah. So I've got to hope Is it like a, bit, a good bit you could do that at? Have you got a joke about coats? Not really. It would just be if it's too hot, I'm going to say, like, um, I want I want you guys to know how much I appreciate you coming into this hot room, so I'm going to make you feel better about the heat. By putting on another two layers and then just put on like my hoodie and my coat, yeah, and do the gig like that. But yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's an experiment, yeah, which I maybe shouldn't be doing when I have maybe reviewers in today. But um, you we'll put a coat on like and then another one. Yeah. <laughs> the show was going okay, but they just started putting coats on, <laughs> thinking it would be funny, and then after five minutes, took them off. 
I apologised. <laughs> and uh, where and when can people see your film? Um, the show's on at 17.45, um, 5.45pm, um, 17 if you want to use the 25 o'clock. I do. The Pleasance Courtyard um, in a venue called That. Cool. Well, thank you very much for joining me, Ian uh, Cheers, cool. thank you very much. There we go. That's all the that's all the chats. Thanks to Christian, Nish, and Ian. If you want to keep up to date with what they're up to, Christian is on Twitter at OC. Just the letters OC. You must have been pretty early to get to get that one. And Nish is on Twitter at at Mr Nish Kumar. And finally, Ian Smith Comedy at Ian Smith Comedy is where you will find Ian Smith. <laughs> If you like this podcast, you can follow the Twitter account at chats for you for info on the latest episodes and also exclusive never-before-heard questions. They'll be posted on the account, so it's questions that have never been asked by anyone ever before. It's very hard to keep track of it sort of factually, but I'd guess they wouldn't have been asked. Thanks for listening. This podcast was an Eminent Joy production. Visit eminentjoy.com for a bunch of different funny people doing a bunch of different funny things.